It is exactly 20 minutes before 8. You're on Rise FM in 60 minutes. Uh, joining me now as a guest is uh, Ubabu Ntuli. That is Mtumseni Ntuli. Uh, you would know him, uh, you know, having served in the province of KwaZulu-Natal, uh, former KwaZulu-Natal's ANC Provincial Secretary. He continues to gain or continues to get a nod to take over as the Secretary General uh, from branches across the country. More especially, he seems to be making strides here in the province of Pumalanga with the ANC Women's League PTT throwing their weights behind him while in Pushpak Ridge's uh, mighty uh, Maduvula Ngumalo branch in War 29, uh, they've endorsed him. And also in the ANC's branch, which is uh, David Nembehe, that's what 101 sings the Ntuli praises. But he got it. Good evening, Musa, and uh, good evening to all the listeners of uh, Rise FM, and, and thank you very much for having us on the show. Mm. You know, this past weekend I read an article from our sister newspaper, Sunday Times. I mean, they are saying that uh, you are saying you are not associated to any faction ahead of the run-up to the conference, and... Uh, you are attributing your gains that you've made in winning support of many branches in the country as a result of your refusal to take sides in the party's factional battles. Isn't the slate politics the order of the African National Congress uh, conference? It has not been the, the order of the day in the ANC until recently, which is about uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Starting from the 52nd of the 52nd National Conference of the ANC, which was held in Puluwane in Popo Province, so what has been the case in the ANC for all these years is that the leadership has been chosen and considered nominated by branches and structures of the ANC on the basis of uh, their potential to occupy certain positions and to discharge uh, responsibilities attended to those positions of the Afghanistan Congress. Mm. So I'm very, very happy that uh, the period at which we are today, leading to the 55th National Conference of the ANC, mm. there are many of us who are not necessarily associated with any uh, particular factional line, mm. but identified and uh, being endorsed now and again by different structures of the ANC across the country on the basis of our potential, our contribution, and what uh, we've managed to do as part of exercising leadership to the structures of the National Congress and society in general. So I think, I think my name is, is, has been one such, one such name that mm. uh, has essentially been resonating with a, a number of Congress in the country. Mm. And maybe I must conclude by saying, primarily because, as you would have noticed, during my tenure as a provincial secretary of the ANC, I endeavored at all material times to ensure that uh, publicly and privately, including in meetings of the ANC and when I communicated decisions of the PEC, I have always been insisting that the ANC has to identify with what it has always been historically, Mm. rather than what has come to define uh, some of our structures and leadership over the past few years. Papantuli, mm-hmm. does it bother you or arouse your inquest that uh, it appears you were getting a nod from other provinces which were pairing you with the president, that is uh, President Ramaphosa, but it seems you know, somewhat somewhere there, there's been a turn of events in the light of the alleged consolidated uh, CR22 slate. I mean, did it bother you at any point that 
in as much as you're saying you're not affiliated to any slate or any faction of the ANZ, but your name resonated more with those who were endorsing President Ramaphosa for a second term. Yes, to a larger extent, my, my name has resonated more with uh, structures and branches that have nominated uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa uh, for the second term. But it is also the case that uh, um, a number of branches that are nominating uh, Comrade uh, David Mabuza, Comrade uh, Mamkosa Zanjamini Zuma, Comrade Zulinkis, a number of them are nominating them for president in different parts of the country. Mm. But equally still retain my name for the position of the Secretary General of the ANC, which indicates that um, there is, um, I think there is an, 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 a general appreciation within the ANC structures throughout the country um, that um, we, the time has come for us uh, to identify a leadership that will not be beholden to any functional line after the National Conference of the ANC. Because, um, you know, I, I see myself as a, a comrade that if ever get elected, which is highly possible in this case, I will not be beholden to any faction. I, I will do what exactly is supposed to be done by a sector general of the NC, which is supposed to be what we call the fun club of the organization. You know, in, in, my, in my place where I live here in the rural areas, there's a point where um, the river converges mm-hmm. the ocean. Mm-hmm. Now, the SG of the ANC, or the central of the ANC for that matter, is supposed to be somebody that is not beholden to any functional line, uh, but uh, who is firm, who is principled, who is brave and courageous mm-hmm. to take decisions that are in the best interest of the ANC and the best interest of our people, because unless the ANC acts in a manner that uh, inspires the confidence of our people in this country, it will cease to exist. It will not be relevant. And for that to happen, it requires a leadership that is not beholden to sectional, sectional positions or sectional or sectional lines, but that is committed, properly committed to the ideals of the National Democratic Revolution. Mm-hmm. Bamtuli, you, you know, your leadership tenure in KwaZulu-Natal, you know, more specifically with you know, the leaders that you that you led with, I mean, you steered the ship there in Wazulunatal under difficult circumstances, uh, unprecedented challenges. You had to surface them. I mean, with the July unrest, what also happened with the Shembe Church, and also just the issues that have engulfed the royal house. I mean, but somewhat, you managed to to inherit 700 branches of the ANC in Wazulunatal and handed over almost 900 branches in good standing, with all the regions having convened their conferences. But your name did not resonate as one would anticipate among the branches in KwaZulu-Natal. Hey, you're quite correct, Musa. You know, I have argued, including in our own meetings here in the province, in the PEC, that uh, there is no generation in KwaZulu-Natal that has faced the problems that we've had to con- confront during the four-year term of office that uh, the, the past PEC was leading. No generation whatsoever. It has never happened uh, since the unbending of uh, the ANC and uh, the ushering in of a democratic era in our country that the Zulu nation would, or the Zulu kingdom would lose a king. It has never happened. It has never happened that uh, the biggest institution in the province, the religious biggest institution is the Shembe Church, 
would be caught up in internal conflict and crisis that is unprecedented as it has been over the past few years during our tenure as the leadership of the ANC. Let alone what happened in July. You know, um, the July incidents, other people sometimes forget about it, but we can't. We can't forget about it uh, ourselves, given the fact that uh, almost 400 lives were lost. It, it was another another unprecedented experience, which required a particular leadership. Now, we've had to exercise leadership under those circumstances. And, of course, I can can also forget the COVID-19, which um, from the, the whole of 2020, 2020, and 2021, to some extent, towards the end of the year, we were unable to organize the motive forces of the NTL on the ground. We were unable to convene meetings in person, or what is called physical meetings. We interacted with our structures and the different sectors of society through um, virtual platforms, uh, which, which, which is not something that the ANC is accustomed to, and something that was very difficult for us uh, to exercise leadership effectively and successfully in line with the expectation of the membership of the ANC and, of course, the population of Kwasun Natal. So I do believe that um, uh, posterity will judge us. Um, it may be too soon now uh, for the current generation of the ANC membership and the population of Kwasun Natal and maybe the rest of the country to properly, properly understand the caliber and the quality of leadership that we needed to have in order to survive the storms that we've gone through in the province of KwaZulu-Natal. That uh, some of our structures here, well, well, you see on the ground, on the ground, um, I'm very, 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 very humbled by the number of the ANC branches that uh, are nominating my name. I, in KwaZulu-Natal, I I can say to you without any contradiction that in the majority of branches that have set in KwaZulu-Natal, the 264, that have convened successful meetings. I'm the leading candidate for the position of the Secretary General, which indicates that um, to a very larger extent, my name does resonate with uh, the majority of our structures, yeah. despite the fact that uh, I could not be re-elected as provincial secretary of the ANC. And I usually say to people, you know, when you grow up at home, in the on the in front of your parents, in the on the eyes of your parents, you are always young. Even even when the world is calling upon you mm. uh, to come and uh, preside over some of the daunting challenges facing mm. the nation, but in front of your own peers and your own parents, you are always young. Mm. So that is how I have understood the situation in the country, and uh, I must say, I must say, I'm, I'm very very humbled, uh, very heartened by the level of support. Mm that uh, is, is emerging throughout the country. And I know that uh, my deep sense of humility and commitment to the African National Congress uh, would, would make it possible for me not to disappoint such a huge and enormous support that is emerging on the ground whenever I, whenever I emerge as the Secretary General of the ANC. I'm fully conscious of the daunting task that lies ahead. And I think having been a national organizer of the ANC for almost a decade, having been a provincial secretary of the NC, I think I have the necessary skills and expertise which the movement has invested on me to make a decisive contribution in taking the movement from where it is and going forward. Mm. Um, I'd like us to take this breather. When I return with you, I'd ask you that question I mean, of what you have termed offensive campaign. I want us to look into that particular campaign and how much of damage has it 
you know, somewhat bestowed on your name and just maybe you're hopeful or, or, or rather, you know, just maybe the prospects of you being, you know, now campaigning to be the Secretary General of the African National Congress. You're on Rise of Fame in 60 Minutes. My guest is Ubabu Dumseni Nduli. He's a former Guazulu Natal uh, Provincial Secretary. And uh, this evening we're looking into why are the branches even in Bumalanga endorsing him to be the SG of the party that is the African National Congress. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to come through the number to dial 0137570096. You're on Rise. Why should you buy from us? Well, we are part of the largest automotive group in the country, so we can import your dream car at incredibly low prices. Why should you service with us? We have expertly trained and equipped staff specializing in the three brands we carry at severely competitive rates. Which three brands do we carry? There's a clue in the website. Visit Motors Hyundai, Motors Kia, Motors Renault and MotorsSelect.co.za for used cars. Motors nail spray multi franchise because size matters. In touch with Mpumalanga. In touch with the world. This is Raza Femin 60 Minutes with Musas Kosana. Yeah, that's right. Whoever is in touch with the province, we bring them to you as the province of Mpumalanga to hear their voice. And this evening we've done that very well. And we've brought to Babum Tumseni Ntuli, uh, who's, uh, you know, of the African National Congress. Uh, you formerly known him uh, for, for his role that he played in KwaZulu-Natal as the provincial secretary there. Seemingly, branches in South Africa are saying, because of what he has achieved in KwaZulu-Natal, he can definitely do justice in the country, South Africa. Yeah, we're definitely having a conversation with Babunduli. More than welcome as well to weigh in if you have any questions or comments. Babunduli, let's uh, look into that, what you have labeled as the offensive campaign. I mean, just before the provincial conference in KwaZulu-Natal, reports were peddled that your leadership did not support former President Jacob Zuma and you rejected him. I mean, would you say that information still resonated with the people in the branches? Hence, you know, the obviously the skepticism around various other branches and various other people in the country not really, you know, supporting you the way that maybe had had maybe the reports been peddled different or towards your favor, maybe the reception you would have enjoyed in the country. Well, you see, you see, Musa, the, 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 the truth has been a casualty. It has been manipulated uh, to different directions in order to achieve uh, certain objectives. But... Um, the, the fortunate, what is for, fortunately, we, when we, we exercise leadership in the province, dealing with whatever challenge that uh, we've had to confront, and there was nothing that uh, happened only behind the doors. We also publicly uh, convey our positions and communicated our positions uh, to the public, uh, including when we engage with the National Executive Committee of the ANC. I, I think many people in this country would have had a sense of our approach in dealing with complex matters, including that involving uh, uh, former President Zuma, uh, because uh, there wasn't anything that uh, happened behind the doors which we couldn't uh, publicly communicate uh, and justify the position that we've taken. Of course, because, uh, as I'm saying to you, some of us uh, joined the African National Congress and were loyal to the African National Congress, 
there will be instances where we, we do not agree with what may appear to be a popular view if it is our considered view that uh, such a popular stand is, is, is not necessarily uh, consistent with the principles and the values of the National Congress. So I think there was, a, there was that uh, a very, very concerted effort uh, to manipulate the public opinion, especially within the ANC, to suggest that uh, these people, which is myself and the, the, the chair, Congress of Galala, they've actually not done what they were supposed to do in order to give support to one of the former leaders of the National Congress. But I think uh, the rest of the country, including those who serve in the National Executive Committee, I'm quite certain that they know, they know as a matter of fact that uh, the positions we adopted and, and sometimes publicly communicated are positions that uh, are in line with what the ANC is expected to do because as I said to you, the ANC leadership must not be beholden to anybody. It must be committed to the principles of the organization and advance whatever positions in the best interest of the ANC, not even in the best interest of the sitting leadership, but of the ANC as a movement. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I've been saying to comrades, um, if, if some of us were not uh, uh, made by the ANC, if we were not made by the ANC, I think we could have done something to collapse the provincial conference when we realized that we're not going to win it. Mm. But we understood that uh, we, this thing of the, the ANC is much more bigger than our individual interest. It's more important than our own uh, parochial, immediate or long-term interest. And, mm. and it's important that at all material terms we must protect it and safeguard its prestige because it is the only tool the disposal of our people to change their lives for the yeah. I'm looking at just maybe the time that we have and you know some conversation pointers I'd like to touch on it does not really make sense and it doesn't add up but let me try and, and, and squeeze in just a few before we depart okay. now at 8. Looking at what uh, former president Khalima Mutlante describes as the foreign tendency something that the PEC of Mpumalanga has done and I see that the PTT of the African National Congress Women's League have followed, pronouncing which candidate they're backing, of which, in this case, you could be somewhat of, you know, in favor, and sometimes it could work against you. They've pronounced whom they're backing ahead of the, the, the conference. I mean, what becomes your take? Because you'd be tasked also to somewhat either hype this behavior or diminish it from existing in the African National Congress, should you assume that position of being SG? Well, we did that pronouncement as well as the PC uh, of the NC in Natal. But uh, these are some of the things that uh, we must re-examine uh, as we engage in what is obviously going to be a painful exercise, the renewal of the African National Congress. Because um, there are things that... Uh, you know, if the, the, the structure pronounces now PGMs are taking place, later on PGMs may come to a different conclusion, and the same structure will still have to pronounce the outcome of PGMs. So I think it's one of those matters that um, may have been accepted as a norm throughout the organization, but actually we need to revisit them going forward because we must allow the grassroots to speak and then the leadership to say, this is what the grassroots has spoken about, and this is what we think uh, uh, would then be in the best interest of the organization in mm-hmm. the province. Mm-hmm. Babduli, let me just pose these two questions to you and just 
you know, with, with the remaining minutes and then you just expand on it. I mean, you are suggesting something very interesting within the African National Congress. You're saying that part of the rebuilding of the ANC, we need to have two DSG offices that are in the Lutulu House office. And you know, talk us through what exactly these two individuals would be doing, but also something very interesting also. You're saying that all the members of the ANC, in actual sense, you should suspend or undergo a process of, you know, uh, uh, relinquishing your, your ANC membership so that everyone rejoins the ANC and somewhat come with convictions as to, you know, how do they fit in and how do they line up with the African National Congress? Please talk us through those points. Yeah, you, you see, the, the reason why I'm, I'm advocating for the two DSGs, the, the ANC, it must have the capacity to organize the motive forces of the National Democratic Revolution but equally to lead them and lead the society in the massive campaign. Our campaign capacity has dissipated in the ASC. Um, we only campaign during elections, and um, what we also do, we celebrate anniversaries of our late leaders, uh, Walter Tambo and many others. We need a campaigning ANC which can take up a matter in society and drive a national campaign uh, in throughout the country. Whether you are campaigning against... Uh, um, financial institutions which are not transformed and therefore, and therefore not access, accessible to the majority of our country. But we need campaigns that will resonate with our people. So we need a DSG that will drive that responsibility. But you see also historically the ANC has been a factor that produces intellectuals and ideologues. So we need a DSG whose responsibility must be one, policy development, research, monitoring and evaluation, is somebody that would be able to account now and again about the functionality of the different structures of government which are led by the African National Congress. The other point about the membership of the ANC, I, I, I hold a very firm view that not everybody who has directly or through other people joined the ANC should actually be members of the ANC. That is why I'm of the view that uh, we must have a point where if my membership um, um, lapses, I have to justify to the ANC. What is it that I am bringing to the ANC uh, which necessitates that I should join the ANC and be a member rather than being a voter and a supporter of the African National Congress? Because I, I, I think we've got many people, some of them even fortunately, or unfortunately are sent to positions of leadership in the ANC who, who do not identify with the value system of the ANC, who are not committed to the ANC, who happen by default to become members and later on ascend to positions of responsibility while in essence have nothing in them or about them that represents what the ANC stands for in terms of its agenda to drive transformation in our country. So that is why I'm arguing that uh, there must come a point where Tumseni Tuli must justify to the ANC what is it that uh, would, would be missing, that the ANC would be without if ever I'm just a voter of the ANC and not a member who has joined and therefore is a card-carrying member of the ANC. Because I think it is possible to support the ANC without being its member. And I think those who are members of the ANC must be because they are bringing to the ANC a particular talent and a skill 
which will enhance the capacity of the ANC to discharge its responsibilities to our people. It must not be because Ntumseni come to the ANC and therefore expect the ANC to do something for him. Mabunduli, I just got a message and I have to read it to you. Um, Musa, please ask the SG. Well, okay, please ask the incoming SG what would be his first mission as SG post the conference. Well, that is a difficult task because it is a difficult question because um, once you are elected Secretary General of the ANC, you now belong to the collective and the collective will have to sit down and say from here, how do we proceed? But uh, my contribution in that collective discussion would be to say to them, the state of our branches in this country is quite uh, a major challenge that we need to revisit. We have got too many branches in South Africa, uh, which are branches in name, not involved in any community work, community campaigns, members of the ANC who have no responsibility other than being members of the ANC. What do we do about that? How do we ensure that a branch in Guatemala, what one in region where I come from, is composed of members who have responsibilities as members that are also discharging those responsibilities in order to provide leadership to the population of that area. So for me, that would be the, the most topical issue that uh, I'll be bringing on the agenda of the collective. And of course, uh, I will then act on the basis of what the collective would have decided mm. uh, should be the agent and the major and the, and the most serious agent priority that must be undertaken. Abduli, thank you so much for honoring the invitation. I mean, you and I were, were scheduled to have spoken last week, but nonetheless, I think tonight it just you know sums it up. I mean, thank you so much uh, for having. Thanks, thanks a lot, my dear brother. Thanks, yes. much appreciated to you and the, and the listeners of mm. your radio station. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate. Bumalanga, there is Umtumseni Nduli. Uh, who's uh, hopeful for the SG position ahead of the African National Congress uh, elective conference. Yeah, we'll definitely keep a, an eye and bring you some of those uh, hitters of uh, some of those big positions in the African National Congress. We'll definitely try to do that as we head towards the conference. On that note, Mumbalanga, thank you so much uh, unreservedly. And, uh, well, we apologize unreservedly to uh, Rise FM Evenings because we have eaten so much of their time. And thank you to them to, to be gracious to lend us you know, it's Katsabo as we facilitate these important conversations of our nations. Bumalang on that note, Yabao Bauzi Mantlo Komele, no Hanan Chutubaza, Nibanopsugo Chamegul.